guys, welcome back to She Thinks She Knows. I'm Brianna. I'm Mahara. And I'm Demaya. And today we're going to be talking about moving on and moving forward. So as the year comes to a close, this is our time to reflect on like the year and like as a whole and reflect on like our patterns, stuff like that, and then talk about what it is that we want to see for the future, stuff like that. So where did you, um, Brianna's the one who came with the idea for this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us where you got the idea from, like why? Yeah, well, I was brainstorming. So the idea actually came up like a long time ago, like not a long time ago, but like in like November, early November. And I was like brainstorming ideas when, like, as we were talking about like what we're gonna do, like we have to try to set up future podcasts. And I was just thinking like, oh, this would be just a nice topic to talk about for the end of the year. Like I don't know. And at the time, I was just really like, I was looking into like other podcasts and stuff that they talk about and like looking at what the topics that they they would do. And like this one came up, um, it was like a different, but like the I, the concept was kind of similar, and so I was like, oh, that seems like a good top like topic to talk about if we were just you know chatting it up. So yeah, that's really it. Nothing special. So moving on and moving forward. <laughs> yeah. So the first, I guess we can start with talking about hmm, talking about things that we in the year already that we've let go of. So things that we have let go of that's kind of like impacted us in a way that we never imagined. So something that we would never imagine ourselves like getting over or letting go that we decided to do this year that actually had a really good impact. What are some things that you guys think you've, you know, let go of? (laughs) I'm going to need a minute to think about. Um, (laughs) Well, I really need a minute. Go ahead, Demaya. It's very obvious. We talked about it before, but... Something Mahal and I literally let go is meat <laughs> and oh. dairy products. <laughs> wow, we went vegan. That's, that's physical. Yeah, that's right. physically letting something go. And if you ask me, and I'm pretty sure if you ask Mahal, at the beginning of the year, we would never think that that's this would be accurate. how the the year ended. And wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Because if okay. I think about it, I didn't. That's yeah, not something, yeah, that's not something that I had in the forefront of my mind at all. And, like, to um, continue that, I feel like, like, physically, obviously, I let go of eating animal products and stuff like that. But, like, also, I think I let go of the mentality of, like, just, like, doing what I'm used to doing and just, like, living life how I would always live it. I feel like... I let go of a lot of, like, not even doubts, because I didn't doubt that I could go vegan. I just, like, it just wasn't in my head. Like, I didn't prioritize it. I didn't think it was going to happen. Like, I feel like I let go of a lot of things that were holding me back in terms of, like, making moves for myself. Mm-hmm. This is one big example. Like, without just jumping on the, I wouldn't say it's a bandwagon, but <laughs> I feel like if I didn't just do it, like, how I wanted to, if I didn't, like, let go of the, Oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to see all the way through. It wouldn't have happened, so. Yeah. I don't know what to call that exactly, but. Yeah, so something that I feel like I've, like, moved on from or let go of that I didn't think I would really let go of is, like, holding grudges. Like, I literally held grudges for my life. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, like, I wouldn't even, like, it's not like I would show it that I was holding a grudge, but I would just still have it. So, like, any time I would have an interaction with someone who, like, I got into an argument with or something, like, that would always be in the back of my mind. And I feel like I use it as, like, a shield 
So, like, by holding grudges, I was, like, protecting myself from people, you know? So, it was, like, oh, I'm not getting too close to you because because of what happened this time. And so, like, I know better and, you know, stuff like that. And I think mm. it wasn't really, like, healthy because I couldn't, like, I wasn't allowing myself. And this was, like, more closely with, like, family and, like, relatives because I wasn't allowing myself to really, like, communicate with them and talk to them and be, like, honest about how I felt. And so, I feel like it kind of, like, stunted those relationships because I was just, like, holding on to stuff that wasn't even necessary. Like, it wasn't even important to hold on to and so I feel like that was something that I slowly started to realize like I don't really need and so I think like once I got into a mentality of you know like okay I got into an argument or I did someone did something to me and it was annoying but at the end of the day like I had to look at it in like worst case scenario like you're still gonna be here like you know like Mm. like so I had to look at things that way and I feel like that honestly made things much better and I feel like I don't know yeah and it also you know what also did it also allowed me to like break down why I was even holding those grudges because a lot of the times I would just be doing it out of anger and I wouldn't even take the time to realize why I was mad about something or why it was still on my mind. And so when I did and I realized how like dumb it was, it just made me feel silly to even hold on to it anymore. And then I was okay. like, you know, done with that. One other thing, personally that I let go of, I think that I let go of like anger and like have like just the idea of being mad or like every time something would happen that's, like, negative to me mm-hmm. or every time I would feel disrespected. Like, I really don't get angry anymore like I used to. Um, and I'm not saying I had, like, temperate te- <laughs> tantrums before, but I think that anger was, like, a, a common reaction to a lot of things that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, like, not even expressive anger, like, explosion, but more, like, I'm just, like, annoyed, like, okay, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. I would just be, like, ugh. like, every time something neg- negative would happen to me, or I feel like somebody was saying something that was just, like, disrespectful or rude or whatever, I would, I feel like I would just be mad at that person, but, like, trying to conceal it and trying to, like, let it phase out, but I think that this year, and this semester especially, like, I can't remember a time where I was really angry, because, I don't know, I feel like I've just been seeing things I've had, like, more perspective added to my life. Mm. Like, I don't see things that happen to me as, like... Like, I don't take things personally anymore because I just have a grit, like, a bigger... I see a bigger picture now, and so, like, I don't take little things personal, and I don't really try to reflect something somebody says. I don't take it inside of me. Like, mm. I just see things as how they are more. Um, so, yeah, I let go of anger. And another thing that I wanted to also bring up, because when you said... When you start to say with the vegan thing... I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> me and Maharo have, like, all the expectations or something. I was thinking a different route. And um, for those of you who don't know, me and Demaya, well, all three of us, but me and Demaya are the ones who claim it, have had this, like, expectation or a lot of expectations for ourselves, like, in terms of, like, college, like, life and just, like, finding the one, quote-unquote, and just, like, <laughs> having this future where, like, after I graduate, that's when I'm going to move into a house with my significant other. That's when we're going to have kids. Like, that whole five-year plan that we had since, <laughs> yeah. since, since junior I, year of high school. high school. You said I'm the, <laughs> the two of you are the only ones who claim it. Yes, because we Brianna. made the plan. path. Remember? Yeah, we literally made a five-year plan. And mind you, we were in 11th grade. Were we talking? I think we were in 11th grade. So we were grade. thinking that what? By, like, our 22s, 23s, we were going to be, like, with somebody. We're going to be with somebody. We're on the track to getting married. On the track to... <laughs> that was just a very unrealistic 
not saying it's unrealistic. It was just a narrow sided like it wasn't not thinking about all of the other things that would yeah, come it was with like it. A naive, not knowing that when you get to college that the ball game is the same. It's yeah. not different. We just have all these dreams. And I'm not saying dreams are bad. I just think that I'm letting go of like that expectation that's making me feel like, oh my gosh, why am I not there yet? Like, why has this not happened for me? Yeah. I feel like I'm slowly, I'm not saying I let it go completely because I still want it. <laughs> I think that I'm phasing like I got out of three the, years. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm phasing out of the idea that I need to have like this and this by the time I'm 22, 23 because Honestly, like that's that's pretty young, and I just feel like what's meant to happen will happen. So <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to get into that perspective <laughs> as 2020 <laughs> comes around the corner. Yeah. I want to have a more open perspective instead of like a handout expecting things for myself. Yeah, something that I'm not I'm not gonna say that I let go, but I got better at <clears throat> was trying to express my emotions um before I, I still have a very hard time with it but before I just didn't know how to even begin saying the things that I felt mm-hmm. not only that but I didn't know how to even think about it for myself I, I always knew you know this behavior makes me frustrated this action that somebody else is doing it gets me mad. It doesn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But I never knew how to identify their actions or my actions even. I never knew how to identify them mm-hmm. and use them to understand why I'm feeling the way that I feel. Yeah. So um, with things like really taking time to write in my journal and like write my thoughts down before I try to say it to somebody, mm-hmm. that has really helped me. I think um, I, I've written in a journal like in the past but like when I got to college I think like my entries got more complex Mm -hmm. and were more meaningful yeah um so like when it comes to like expressing like how I'm feeling about about anything honestly because I I look back at myself and I just think about how passive I was sometimes (laughs) and how I can still be like even if I'm in a discussion, like, with people that are not even technically, like, my friends, but just I'm having a group conversation, I'm not always letting out the things that are in my mind, you know, mm-hmm. because, I don't know, I'm just a scared person, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to really, this year I've gotten so much better at, like, handling my fear and mm-hmm. trying to, like, conquer it, in a yeah. sense. So yeah, I feel like I wanted to say something on that, something about um oh like that whole writing thing. Like I feel like something that I've been like letting go of was like my, like kind of similar to both of you guys that whole narrow view and opening your perspective. I used to honestly I used to write write in journals just because like it was like a movie thing. Like you know like mm-hmm. I never really wrote it thinking it was gonna do anything. I never Same. looked back and seen what the actual benefits were. I would just write down all my frustration. I'm like ah like you know and. Before, I, I used to think it was working because, like, you're writing everything down. You know, you're that really aggravated teenager who's just like, ooh, like, writing viciously, and then it's like, yeah, you know? I'm so but, mad at her. Yeah, but, like, I never really, like, actually dealt with it, and so I feel like now when I'm writing things down, like, I'm not just writing it. I'm not only writing things down when I'm frustrated. Like, I'm writing things down when I'm just like, you know, 
I've been thinking about this a lot, and I feel like I need to write it out to figure out what exactly it is. And that's how it works. And so, like, when I talk to people, like, who have, who, like, when people are talking to me and they're like, you know, like, this is on my mind and all that stuff, I'm like, oh, like, you should try writing. Like, obviously, me saying that, like, I think, I'm not Sounds explaining it cliche. as much. Yeah, like, I'm saying, like, write, just, ri- like, just randomly write. But what I really mean is, like, actually, like, put things down and figure it out while you're writing it. Or, like, you know, jot them down or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, a full-on organized paragraph diary entry that if someone reads back on, like, <laughs> they'll get a whole movie moment out of it, you know? So I think that's something, like, that whole narrow view of, like, A equals B. Like, this is going to lead to this. I got rid of it and started seeing, like, no, it's not just this. Like, it's not, like, if I write this on the paper, it's going to be good. Or if I, like, another thing that I used to do, like, a lot was, like, <laughs> I used to be, like, I used to, like, hit my pillows and stuff. Like, you know, like, if I was really, really angry and I couldn't get it out, like, I would just have to, like, hit something. Like, I don't know. It was weird. And I used to think that, like, okay, like, this is the only way that helps because it's all bottled up and I don't know how to do anything about it. I'm not going to, like, hit anyone. I'm not going to hit somebody, like, you know? So I'm just going to hit a pillow or something. And I used to really think, like, okay, if I take it out that way, then I'm going to be fine. (laughs) It didn't make any sense. So, like, I think when I started to open up and realize other ways of, like, dealing with your frustrations or dealing with, like, uh, like confused mind, I think that's something that I've, you know, added to. But um, going on to like the flip side of that, like we've been talking about things that we let go of. But what is what's something that you feel like you can't let go of? Like like you just can't let go of it. And this is like I feel like this is more of like looking into like your patterns or habits that you just can't seem to let go mm-hmm. of. And then why? Why is it that you can't feel like you let, can't let them go? If you guys think I have I have one too. So I think that. This is literally the opposite of what you guys were just saying. <laughs> I think that I, okay, I have an independent, like, streak. Well, I'm a, I feel like I'm an independent person. You are. <laughs> and sometimes I think that I can't let go of the, mm, I wouldn't call it a me against the world thing. <laughs> I would just think that sometimes I feel like it's, it's like my instinct to be me like it's really just me like you know what I mean (laughs) and obviously like I'm saying this to my friends right here but (laughs) I just feel like I think a lot of things a lot of things that I think about a lot of problems that I have I don't really see anybody else being able to solve them except for me like I feel like I'm always the one who's like okay I need to deal with this I need to solve this problem I need to think about it because nobody else can think about it like I can like nobody (laughs) else can really help me and like uh, yeah, so I think that's something that I've definitely started thinking about over the summer and like even up till now, where I'm trying to be more open to myself, opening up to other people. But I think that's something that is hard for me to let go of, just because, not even necessarily because of experience, but just because of like, it's just how I'm wired. I guess <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. Well, who's gonna like who's gonna know me better than me? Like, yeah. And I don't think I obviously don't want to get rid of my independence because I feel like that's that is a strong personality trait in me. Um, I just think that I can do a better job of like opening myself up and like making to others clear what I'm because I feel like sometimes what the things that I go through are just not clear and I don't really want to clear it up, but like I just want to make that more of a transition to be more open person. I think for me, something that I can't let go of is, like, my logical thinking. 
It's like I recently, <laughs> like I recently started to quote know unquote, logical, <laughs> but like okay, yeah, quote unquote because no, like, but it's, it's arguable to, to you know like my logic could be different from someone else's. <laughs> so I feel like that is something that the reason why I can't let it go is because even more recently I started to notice it, like the presence of it more. Like as a kid, I never, I, I wasn't logical. Like I wasn't a logical thinker. I thought with my emotions, I did with my emotions. Like I was an emotional kid, and it was just always everything just felt to the extreme like during those time periods like I just felt like oh my gosh like it's the end of the world like that type of feeling it was always like overwhelming and so I think once I started to pick up more on like a sense of like thinking logically it kind of balanced out those emotions and so I feel like it's not something that's like I feel like is like negative because I don't just say oh this is my logic that's and that's it like I think my logic allows me to view other perspectives and get a sense of like everything before I make like a judgment or react and so I feel like that kind of has been helping me over the years, like not get too emotional, like figuring out, okay, what's something that I can't attach my feelings to? Because if I attach my feelings, it's not going to work. What's something that I strictly just not have to use logic because it doesn't really concern me, like stuff like that. I feel like it just helped me navigate like my emotions and navigate my presence in other situations. Because like I used to always, like I, I guess I was someone who was always taking on people's problems. Like if someone had an issue and I was a part of it, that's when my feelings would get wrapped up into it. And then at that point, I'm not thinking clearly at all. Like, I'm just like, it's not fair. And then, like, and, you so, know, and, and it would always hurt when people would be like, Brianna, like, it's not about you. Like, you know, so like that, <laughs> that would be like, you're right. Like, I was right. But at the time, I didn't see that because I was always just like, but I feel like it's about, like, you know. And so I think as, like, as I grew into channeling that, that logical thinking that I, I feel like I've always had it, but I just never channeled it. I feel like once I did that, I started to realize, like, you're, like some things just really aren't, like, I was putting my emotions to things that I didn't need necessarily need to be a part of. And I could be more effective if I weren't so emotional, like, you know? And so I feel like that's why I can't really get rid of it. And I noticed, like, when I would have conversations with my sisters, like, it would always, like, we'd bump heads because I was holding on to that, like, my logic. Like, I couldn't let it go. Even when they were, like, I was told, like, sometimes you, it's not about logic. And it's like, okay, but you don't understand, like, there needs to be a balance, you know? Like, I can't just go full head on, like, you're right, I'm just going to do it with my heart because it's just, like, it never so ends So what well. is it that you're saying? Like, are you saying that you sometimes take logic to the extreme and you want to let that go? No. She this can't is let I can't her let logical like, thinking go. Something that I, like, I can't let go of is my logic. Like, that you can't let go of and you don't want to let go of. That's what you're saying. Yeah, like, I think the reason why I can't let go of it, it's not like, oh, it's a, ha- a bad habit that I can't let go of. Like, I think it's something that I've, that I've started to use that I no longer can let go of because I'm seeing that it's better for me. Like, you know? I could see, I could see the way that plays out in your life a lot. I mean, now that you're saying it, I can like really see it. But like sometimes (laughs) when we have conversations, Mm -hmm. I can tell, like I can see that Brianna's the most logical thinker. And sometimes I just get so mad because I'm just (laughs) like, like, what is she thinking about that part of the situation for? Like, yes, sometimes she gets so technical. And I used to call it like her engineering mind (laughs) because she once was an engineer major. I mean, it all is the same thing, logical thinking, but... Mm -hmm. I would sometimes I do still sometimes get so frustrated because I'm like I just wish she would do things with her heart (laughs) like like your sisters were saying like one time um this is like an offline thing but one time we were having a conversation about the podcast and like we were kind of bumping heads I guess 
And that's an instance of when I was just like, come on, like, can she stop being like so technical? Can she just see the dream? Like, (laughs) and I can definitely see how that plays out. But I feel like when, like when we do have these conversations or when there's times where like, we're like talking about the future or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I can see that like, you're being only logical minded, logically minded. I try to like push you to be more into your emotions. Yeah. I don't know. I think that like it's good for you to be logical, but I think that like it's sometimes necessary for like an outside force to like be like Brianna, like, mm-hmm. okay, like think, you need to use your that. heart, you need to use your emotions to think about this because people are emotional beings and like if we don't operate off our emotions sometimes it ends up breaking us down like you know what i mean i think that brianna is like a very logical person i feel like it's more like logic is like your is her default and so if we're talking about something new and we all have opinions on it or whatever her default is going to be logical if it's a topic that's obviously not close to home we don't really talk i mean if it's a topic that's not close to home for like any of us if it's something we just want to discuss or like have a dialogue about Mm -hmm. i feel like her default is logic and yeah if it's like a topic that really doesn't have importance to us but we still talk about it she's just like you guys like it doesn't matter (laughs) why do you care (laughs) exactly i was gonna say i noticed how logical she is when like we're talking about something and then like i feel like if she doesn't really see a way to like if we're talking about something that she doesn't see a way to like put the logic into it she's not going to have a reaction to it and so that's when i realized oh like she really doesn't want to get into it like this way like you know <laughs> and it's not like oh why it's more like i feel like that just characterizes her like her style of like thinking about things like you know i feel mm-hmm. like it's clear to see i think that yeah i think that for me the the reason why like now more so that i've emotion is my second you know like my second go to is because i've just i feel like i've lived so many like, I mean, I'm only 19, but I feel like I've lived so much, like, more of my life being so emotional, and it just wasn't good for me. Like, you know, like, I just feel like it was too, it was too overwhelming. Like, it was just too strong, and I just kept not, like, I just didn't like feeling, like, so extreme, like, in emotions, mm. you know? Like, it just wasn't something that, like, I felt like when I was really happy, like, anything that was negative would just bring me on a downfall, like, you know? And then it would just be like, damn, like, it's just up and down. Like, it was never, like any points of like a leveled moment and so I think like once I started to think once I started to see like okay like like maybe I should start thinking logically about things and it wasn't hard to do you know like once once I started to realize how to do it like it wasn't hard to do I feel like then I started to realize like there were less moments when like for example like physically like I used to cry so much like literally I don't even know why yeah like it's like my tear ducts were just active like any little thing, like, like any the logical. No, but I'm saying, like, like every little thing would just like trigger me, and it was just weird because, like, I would be, you know, I wouldn't even be doing anything, and like one little sentence to me, like, would just make me like emotional, and I wouldn't even know why, and I would just be like, like, it would just make me frustrated, and so I feel like once I started to like think about other perspectives or like, okay, Brianna, like this isn't about you and stuff like that, like, it would, uh, like, I had more control over, I had more control over my emotions, you know, and I think like the areas of my life where I still kind of think with my emotions is more of like my own personal like like I'm still like someone who's very optimistic when it comes to like looking into my own future like I try to be logical but I still like I can easily get lost into like the oh wow like one day like all that stuff but 
I feel like that goes, when that goes too far, it's like, okay, like, you know, you need to stop because yeah. now you're missing reality. Like, you're... I think that, like, I don't know who said it. Maybe it was either mine. Like, something about balance. I feel like that's what's important. Like, yeah, logic and emotion don't have to be on two separate corners. Like, they don't have to yeah. be like, I'm going to tap into this because I'm going to tap into that. Like, I feel like we're not robots. So, mm. it's just about the balance, really. Yeah, that, but... Honestly, I feel the opposite of Brianna on this. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's uh, not necessarily logic second, but like something that I don't think that I can get rid of is like my ability to like not dream because dream sounds so like ooh, but like (laughs) my ability to, to like try tapping into my emotions first because that wasn't something that I could do before. Not because I was like this hard rock and <laughs> I was I was emotionless, but just because like there was never I never really saw the need, I guess, or that part of my life hasn't hadn't really started yet. And yeah. so yeah, when I it, definitely see that. When it comes to like thinking about things from a less logical but more still realistic but more optimistic side, mm-hmm. I don't want to get rid of that because I think that like with that mindset, I can say, okay, I'm going to do something mm-hmm. or I can say I can see myself doing something and then I feel like I can take the necessary steps to do it. I mean, <laughs> it has happened a little bit in my life, but mm-hmm. the way I see it happening for me, there's so much more that I can do. It's just about me doing it. But, like, I think that, like, my ability to, like, see something in an optimistic way really makes me see my potential, I guess you could okay. I could say. That just made me think of a question. Um, what do you guys think are some, like, because you know how people, like, if, some, if you were to ask somebody to um, describe you in, like, certain personality traits, they would all have different answers or whatever. Mm-hmm. What are some personality traits that you guys want to, like, express to the outside world more in 2020 Op- aside from the ones you feel like you already expressed like what are some op- personality traits that people wouldn't like characterize you or you wouldn't characterize yourself first but you mm-hmm. want to express in 2020 hmm <laughs> that's a good question let's see i'm thinking about it myself too i want to this is not like a one word characteristic but i want to express that i have boundaries like okay. and that like Cause I'm a nice person, I guess, to people on the outside, but like, I feel like sometimes I can be walked over in a sense, mm. and I don't want to feel like that as I get older. Like twenty yeah. years old, like I'm sick of feeling like sometimes like people are just taking advantage of me, like you know. Yeah. So I want to express that I have boundaries, and so as twenty twenty comes, like I'm gonna try to be stern in a sense but like still try to be the same person i am i don't know how that's gonna work i think something that i would want people what was the question something you want someone to like a personal personality you want to express more oh i think a personality trait i would want to express more is i think i would want someone to like see that i'm more social you know because i think like oh like um What's the word? Outgoing? Approachable. Outgoing? Approachable. Approachable. Okay. Yeah. Because I just know that I'm not, right? <laughs> like, right now, like, <laughs> I can just see that I'm not. And so I want people to, like, see that I could be approached, like, to not be afraid to approach me. 
because I don't know. I, I can understand why, because like I do tend to have a very like closed off, unbothered look. And the way I go about my day, I really am just like, this is what I'm going to do today. Like, you know, like I already planned it out. And so like, I don't, there's not many instances where I'm just like, oh, I mean, I have some free time. Like, let's see what I can get into. Like, <laughs> if I have free time, it's going to be used for something. So I think that's why like, like me always being on the go and not, not ever really stopping to be like, oh, like what's going on here? Or, like maybe I should take the time to just like make myself present. I don't know, like make my, like be outgoing or put myself mm-hmm. out. I think that's why it's like hard for, well, I would assume it would be hard for people to approach me. So I think that's a character trait that I would want people to like see. That I think that something that I would want people to see, I was going to originally say caring because <laughs> I wanted to like, what my original thought was like, I want people to know, like people to show that I'm a caring person and that I'm compassionate, um, which I think I am. But I feel like also on the like opposite side is, uh, yeah, I guess I want people to see that I'm a complex person or I want to express that. I mean, <laughs> that sounds crazy because how are you going to express like, <laughs> I'm complex. different, like I have so many different layers. <laughs> I'm an <laughs> onion. <laughs> No, but I think I do want to express um, that I am a complex person because a lot of times I feel like in my life I can be, well, depending on who's looking at me, I can just seem like one way or like, yeah, or like I'm good or just like that I have this like consistent um, personality or just a consistent presence in people's lives around Mm -hmm. me. But I feel like I'm much more complex than what a lot of people see. And obviously, it's not just them looking at me. Like, I can give off a vibe that... I'm not going to say give off a vibe that I'm not complex, but I can give off a vibe that I'm not opening up different layers of my life to people. And Mm -hmm. so I think that... Yeah, I want to express that I am a complex person with, like, many different things going on. Yeah, that's a great point. I think all of us can resonate (laughs) with that. Um, I didn't even think about it in that way, but that's a really great point because... It's like when I go somewhere, when I'm with my family, you know, mm-hmm. they don't understand. I don't know that it's I'm 20. Levels to the Literally. Like, you, when you get with different people, they only do see one side or one part of you mm-hmm. or yeah. one part of me. So I could definitely resonate with that yeah. a, lot, a lot. And I think it's crazy because, like, I haven't really... It's like I'm, I purposely don't even, like, I feel like I don't even show those layers with people who I'm just like, yeah, they wouldn't understand. Like, you know, like, I think it took even a long time for me to even, like, acknowledge that I even had layers with you guys. Like, even with you guys, like, in high school, (laughs) when we'd have long conversations, like, I would even be hesitant to, like, go further or deeper into it. But then once I did, I'm like, wow, like, that's crazy. Like, it feels like a relief because I know I always think about this, but why was it so hard for me to, like, express it to someone else? I, wonder, I just assumed that it would be hard for people to relate. Wow. So I was just like, I wonder how our friendship even got that dynamic. Cause it's like, well, it all started. I can't a, remember. A three-hour. I know this is a sidetrack, you guys. But like, wow. I just don't remember. It just feels like we've been doing this for so long, but know, it really hasn't no, you been that long. I think the only, I think long. the most memorable moment I could, I could look into it was. Did that even make sense? I think the most, the most current memory that I can think of going back was it was one day I was I think I was on the phone with you it started as a three way call I'm when pretty sure this? I don't even remember it must have been the it end of the year be or something it was probably like high school 
and probably junior year or or the end of sophomore year. End of sophomore year. Yikes. Or junior year, so like twenty seventeen, like probably. Yeah, and I was in my living room, and it started off as a three way call, and we were just talking about random stuff. I don't remember, and then I think I ended up on the phone with you. And I was, we were like talking, it was like late, like nobody, like everyone was sleeping in my house. Mm -hmm. And I was just sitting in the living room, we were just talking about just random stuff. Like Like what? Like future. And and like, you know, like it was one of those few things, but even like the conversation in itself, like it just went too many places for me to really be like, yeah, but it just felt like, oh, like, I I don't know why I'm talking for like three hours. Like I remember like the phone hung up, like it cut off. We called back and I was like, yeah, it was for too long. Like my phone's hot right now. Like, like it was like my my phone was actually hot, so I knew I was on the phone for a long time. Mm. And I don't normally do that. And I told you I was like, yeah, like that's oh, crazy. Yeah. Like I don't even. I end mean, up- I don't remember that instance, but yeah. I think I do remember because Brianna is somebody like who doesn't. She never used to get on the phone. Like, yeah, she did it. Oh yeah, I think I remember. Saying I used to be like, "Cause my mom could talk for hours, but I can't." And I was like, "How long have we been on the phone for?" <laughs> it's like four hours. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like that's when I was just like, "Oh, this is crazy. Like this is new. I've never done this mm. before." I so. think that for me, well, yeah, I think 2019 was a, um, was like the. I'm not gonna no, no, no. 2019. I was gonna say 2019 was the peak of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> she that stays crazy. <laughs> I think 2019 for me was the year that I realized that like there's just like when you see the like the period of time that we've been friends and like I can just see I was the I felt the most like optimistic about our friendship and like the most like okay like we're actually getting somewhere and we're gonna keep getting places like that's when I started really not putting my heart into this friendship because mm-hmm. obviously I did I valued this friendship before but I just started really evaluating our friendship on that kind of basis like this is only going up, we're getting better, like, that kind of thing, like, in a healthy way. Um, wow, I started thinking about this in high school. <laughs> I didn't, I, it's not that I didn't think about it, I just... <laughs> look at you trying to make up, she said, <laughs> not that I didn't think about it, wait, wait. I think I valued our friendship, but I just never thought about it as a lifelong friendship, or as, like, a friendship that can um, exist across, like, all the aspects of life. Oh, really? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I seen it as, I didn't... Like, I was a high school student, so I was like, yeah, these are my high school friends. Like, these are my best friends in high school. I didn't think, like, these are my best friends in the world. We're going to go, like, we can go through anything together. Like, I had, I didn't really think about it like that just because I never experienced that in my life. And so I think now that I'm starting to, like, I'm a college student, obviously. But now that I'm starting to see myself as more than, like, where I am in life, that's when I'm starting to see this friendship as, like, like, existing beyond like yeah the places beyond like yeah i think in senior year like when we started like doing sisters united and like when we realized like we're all going to college together Mm. i think that was one of the points where i was like wow like these are my friends like these are my (laughs) these are like my friends like you know and so you know but yeah, let's get back on track. Right, <laughs> okay, so yeah, so continuing in the topic, um, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what are some things you want to make room for? Like, so I like we talked about things we're letting go, and like mm-hmm. obviously you're picking up a lot of things as you go through your life. So, what are some things you're looking forward to, like, like adapting or adopting into your like mindset and and just your daily life? Make room for yeah. Like I want, I would say one of the things. Okay, so like like tangible thing. Like, do you mean like tangible things or like concepts? I like think yeah. Anything? Like, I think well, I was thinking more of like concepts, but tangible. Like you can obviously say tangible things. 
I was thinking more so of like concepts. Like for me, one of my, I don't want to talk about it first. Let's see if I can talk about something else. Consistency. I'm going to talk about that one first. <laughs> I want to like, cons- like I want to practice being more consistent with my everyday interactions. And cause like knowing from this year, even starting college, I was just not consistent with anything. And it connects to like this idea of being in an uncomfortable environment. So for me, like college was new and all that stuff. So I was getting tripped up about it, but I wasn't actually being open to it. And I think that's why it was giving me such a hard time. Mm. And so like, I think like me first being comfortable and being like accepting that I'm in a different environment and being open to it is something that I want to like bring something I would want to add into my life, like, you know, take on. And then also being consistent with it, like consistently, having interactions with people who I already see, like stuff like that that I really don't do. I want to be more consistent with that, like solidifying connections. And like, if I say I'm going to do something, I actually do it. And if I want to achieve something, like let's say for me, I want to achieve having closer relationships with, or like expanding on relationships with people who I already know. Like I have to be consistent in terms of like seeing how they are, making time for them, stuff like that, like that I normally don't do because I'm just like, I went through the, my whole freshman year and even this semester kind of just doing like, oh, I have you guys and that's really all I need. And so I never really worried about any si- anyone outside of it. And so naturally, like I was questioning why it is that I wasn't like making friends and all that stuff, but really I was doing it to myself because I wasn't being consistent. So like, that's something that I would always want to like, that's something I would want to add and make room for is like other, other interactions or like other things, like, you know, that I can make time for in this uncomfortable environment. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is short, I guess. Something I do want to make room for is like just letting experiences happen to me because (laughs) I feel like for me, the way I think about life, like when things happen, when something small happens or anything happens to me, it could be on a day-to-day, I like will analyze it and be like, what does that mean for my life? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why did this happen to me? Like, what was the reason? Is it because of this? Am I supposed to learn this? Like, I can really go on a tangent Mm -hmm. and, like, think about things in that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I feel like one thing I do want to do is, like, let things, not let things happen to me and just, like, roll over and not do anything. Like, not, (laughs) but, like, let things happen to me and just embrace it and just, like, see where it takes me instead of kind of, like, feeling hesitant and then, like, overthinking about it. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um... Oh, um, another thing I want to happen for me in 2020 is like achieving, letting myself achieve personal goals because like that's a priority of mine, obviously, but it's just not something that happens often. Like, honestly, I don't really like achieve personal, like I don't, um, things that I want to do or I dream about doing, I don't actually do it. I just put it on, like, the back burner or whatever. So I actually want to, like, start achieving personal goals, even when it looks like, even when it's just something that seems, like, impractical, I just want to do it and then have that achieved and, like, have that marked down. That's something that I experienced, so. Yeah. I mean, I feel the same way. I want to really get more consistent and, like, responding to text messages. Like, that's something that (laughs) I'm so bad at, like, because... Sometimes I just don't, like, I don't feel like texting. So, like, I'll see a text message, I'll read it, and I'm like, I'll respond later. And then weeks go by, and then I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, this person's going to think I'm so bad. Like, because 
they're gonna like wonder like what happened to me Mm -hmm. and it's happened so many times and I just want to stop doing that because it's not a good thing it's not a good look for me Mm -hmm. and it doesn't feel good so I want to stop doing that that's why I tagged you in the post the other day (laughs) on Harlow and it was like oh Scorpios like fall off the face of the earth or something (laughs) like that and it goes like something like Scorpios just like fall off the face of the earth out of nowhere or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I really related to that, but that's not, that's a toxic, that's a toxic <laughs> trait. And I don't want that. Another thing that I want to start doing, well, that a goal of mine in 2020 is to really start doing things for myself. As Maharo mentioned, um, this semester, I don't know what I was doing. I literally wasn't doing anything. And that's something that I really regret because four or five months went by and I don't feel like I've necessarily grown the way that I thought I was going to grow when I first got here. (laughs) Yeah, I was having this conversation with my mom um, the other yesterday, actually. But I was saying, like, I really need to just do things like got to stop being scared gotta stop finding the little the smallest excuses <laughs> to, to not do something everything. yeah mm. like when it comes to my work when it comes to like connections and relationships when it comes to anything really it's just finding the smallest thing to say okay well I can't do it now mm. and that's a toxic trait too that I don't want to keep carrying into my life another thing that I want to expand on is like being more vulnerable I was just gonna say that. because I don't I haven't reached my peak yet like the other day I mean since we're being transparent on this podcast <laughs> um last week I had like my first real panic attack and that whole day was just so bad for me mm. and the that same night I was reflecting writing and realizing like why did I have this panic attack? Like, what happened to me? Mm-hmm. And I concluded that it was just a variety of things that were building up that I'm not expressing. And so, like, when it comes to, like, the pressure of, like, other people, like, the things that they expect for me to do or how they expect me to behave, that is one thing that really eats at me sometimes. And I want to express to people that I am Demaya Mangu. Like, this is me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I appreciate you having a vision for me. I appreciate you giving me all the advice that you see fit for me. But here are the things. There are some things that I'm going to take, and there are some things that I'm going to have to figure out for myself. And I think after having that, I had the panic attack with my dad. And... I think that after him seeing that, he was able to understand the part that he played in that. And so then it opened up the conversation for like, okay, so what role do I play in making you feel whatever, Yeah, you know? And so I think that was really good for me because like, he's like, it's, it's not as, easy for me to just be like oh like you're doing this and I don't like it like you know so like that is something that I really am trying to do is be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. let people know I'm not okay and this is why and this is the part that you're playing in it 
and this is and I'm not gonna accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's what I want to do. I wanted to. Oh, sorry. I wanted to go off of that because like my sense of having more room for vulnerability was more in terms of like in my romantic life, like I mean <laughs> my romantic life, <laughs> because I like you guys know like this this year alone, like I literally have been like back and forth, like oh yeah, like you know, like I'm gonna start like putting myself out there more, and then there's like no, I'm just gonna work and make money and work on myself, <laughs> like you know, like I've been doing this back and forth and like. Honestly, like, I never really wanted to deal with why I was doing that. I, I, honestly, I, I didn't because it just wasn't something that I wanted to take the time to, like, break down. Like, I just, I was, like, I don't know. I guess I was just, like, afraid to, like, actually tap into, look into that part of my life and figure out why it is that I haven't really been, like, active in it. Mm-hmm. And I did eventually after having, like, a conversation. I was on the phone with you in the car. My dad was bringing me back to school. Mm-hmm. And, like, he keeps, like, he does things where he would, like, like, he'll say little stuff to me here and there, and I would, like, kind of just, like, throw it out. Like, I was like, yeah, you know, we're just talking, but I don't really need that. But, like, now, like, at that moment, I was like, okay, like, maybe I should really start thinking about this and thinking about why it is that I don't really, like, I'm not really, like, putting enough time into this aspect of my life. And so I feel like the reason for, like, the reason why I don't, like, try to pursue, like, my romantic life or whatever is because, like, I just have, like, this big anxiety around it because I don't want to be vulnerable. Like, you know, like, I don't want to, like, truly, like, I don't know, like, let people in. Like, I want, it's just weird. It's like, I want people to know that, like, you can approach me and, like, you know, like, feel comfortable around me, but, like, I don't, act te- like, I don't want to, like, open myself up just yet either. Like, I don't want to be like, okay, like, here's my heart. It's on my, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know how they say, like, if I just have their hearts on their sleeves, like, I don't really, like, I'm, like, afraid of that, like, in terms of, like, when it comes to, like, romance and relationships mm-hmm. in that way. And so I feel like that's something that I want to have, make room for, because, <laughs> I mean, if I don't, like, that five-year plan is out the window, you know? Like, it's not it's not <laughs> happening. And so, like, I, like, keep convincing myself, like, you know, like, oh, if I work on other areas of my life, things will fall into place and all that stuff will happen. And, it, like, it just, that's just not how it works. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, you can't, like, turn your back on something, work on something else, and just magically expect something to be there for you. So I feel like I just have to make more room for, like, trying, trying to be vulnerable and really like giving people time or like getting to know people and stuff like that because I don't do that at all like at all (laughs) I think that another thing or the last thing I want to make room for in 2020 is like opening myself up to positive examples positive role models and inspirations yeah that's what I meant because um like I said I'm pretty independent and so it's hard for me sometimes to get, like, find a sense of, like, what I want in somebody else and, like, try to, like, look up to somebody like that. Um, I feel like, yeah, like, accepting, not even accepting help, but, like, expressing a need to, like, oh, like, I want to do what this person is doing because it's inspiring to me. I want to open myself up for more of that. And it can be people that, are, like, I am inspired by because there's people in your life, obviously, you know, that are positive role models and whatever they're doing, but... It doesn't even have to be people. Like, I just think that I want to implement more models for myself to live by in terms of, like, values and stuff that I have. Like, that are that will be consistent and, like, that can be found in what I do. It, it could be, like, academic or, like, wherever I want to go, career development, all that stuff. But, like, implementing more models and, like, of inspiration so that I can live my life in a way that that goes with what I value. Because I feel like a lot of times, like, I can just do things just to do them because I've been like, this is just how I'm living. 
but I'm not thinking sometimes like the overall value I have. And so like when I really realize how disappointed I am in something, I have to like look at the source and like I usually find it's not a I'm not disappointed because of the consequence or because of like the act that I did it. I just think that a lot of things that I'll that I have been disappointed with in twenty nineteen is um is if I do something that's like doesn't align with my values or like doesn't align with what where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And so like it's just I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be important for me to like implement more models in my life in twenty twenty to be like, okay, this is how I wanna live life. Not like a to kinda like keep you on track, you mm-hmm. think? Oh. Not to keep me on track. But to keep me like aware of my values, because I feel like it's easy to lose that, mm-hmm. like lose what you believe in, what you really want out of life, and like how you live, especially when there's like other influences in your life. And so yeah, that's true. I feel like it's gonna help simplify my life and make things like make me aware of what's really important. That's a good point. I think I mean some tangible thing that I want to start doing that I'm gonna start doing in 2020 is like embarking on my talents to make me some side change. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to start. That's, I really enjoy that's... drawing and painting and stuff. And people already told me before, like, oh, like, I want you to paint me a picture. Like, I'll pay you. And yeah. so I realized, like, that's another form of therapy for me. Yeah. And so why not do it? And why not, you know, make money while doing it. it. Exactly. (laughs) And I also want to start, like, I went to the sewing workshop a a month ago, less than a month ago, and I really enjoyed that. And, like, I I just want to tap into the fashion industry more. So that's what I'm going to try to do in 2020 as well. Something else, I want to go off what you said about, like, the whole role model thing. Like, it's kind of like the flip side. Like, while you are looking for people who would be, like, models in your life, not necessarily role models, but just models to keep your vibe, I kind of want to, be more of a model, like more of a role model. To clarify, I'm not really looking for people to be role models in my life. I was saying that um, that I usually would have a hard time with, or I just wouldn't think to like get inspired from other people's actions. But I want to have more models, not yeah. people. Yeah, I know. I know. Like that's why I said not role models, but models. Like I don't know how you like the way you worded. You said models. So I just tried to models like, as in not a person, but like a thing, like a model of what I want. Oh well, I think I want to be, I want to be someone who like is an example of what I want people to be with me. Like you know, like looking. Oh. This is something close, more closely into like looking into like my family dynamics and stuff, or like even like my close friendships with you guys. Like I think one thing I noticed with my close relationships is that like I don't necessarily like push my expectations, but I feel like. I have expectations, and that automatically stops me from, like, accepting parts of people, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's hard to explain. Like, I feel like while I don't s- tell people, like, I expect this from you and all that stuff, like, I are, I put those expectations on people, and so when it's not, like, met, I'm kind of, like, disappointed, and then I'm start, like, I start thinking, like, oh, like, maybe this isn't, you know, like, as strong as I thought and all that stuff. But I feel like I want to start, like, being someone who shows people that they don't have to be like this a certain person like if they want to like if they want to like fit i guess in my life you know like with my siblings for example like i feel like i have expectations for my siblings and it kind of makes it hard for them to really express themselves to me because they automatically assume like they won't i won't understand because i expect this and i feel like that kind of like took a strain like it kind of made me like disappointed in myself because i just never like i didn't know that i was kind of making people more closed off 
because of the way that I was like being, just the way that I was like putting my energy out. And so I think I want to like, I don't know, like make people see that regardless of like how you live your life, like if I choose to be in your life or if I choose like, if I decide that I want to be in your life or I want to grow with you, then I should be able to accept all of those things. So like, I, I think I want to like show that by being more open with myself to like my close family and like even to you guys and saying like, this, this is like who I am, this is how I am. And while like it's something that I'm also growing in, like it's just, this is what it is. And I don't expect you to, I don't know, like. Don't think I'm gonna judge you yeah, if it's like, not in line with what I. I wanna show that like, I'm I... comfortable enough with being open. So oh. like you should be comfortable enough to be open with me. So I feel like that's something that I definitely like wanna practice as I move forward because it's just, I feel like it's really like mind blowing or like, it's just like a, it's crazy to like experience when someone who you think you know like them and then they just kind of like do like a complete 180 and then you like discover things that you never really realized. And I feel like that's just hard to like see and you ultimately have to think like, what, what have you done that's impacted that? So I feel like this year I've definitely noticed a lot of like, I've noticed, I've discovered a lot about like people my close friends that I never really like knew before and it made me like think like was I even like paying attention to this and like what did I have to do like why is it that I wasn't aware of this and so what could I do to be more aware of these things in the future mm -hmm. so yeah. yeah what about the new year like obviously a new year is a new year but like mm -hmm. what about the new year and like people making resolutions and like them not falling through like why do you think that happens like why do you think it's so frequent i think it's because people set like a high bar strict yeah strict. Like they, they set the bar high and like just naturally you're not going to reach it i feel like they just make really extreme goals so that like if they make any progress towards it like they already know it was unrealistic so like but i did this like you know like i feel like I that's feel, naturally what i feel like also honestly i feel like a lot of times people will kind of write off like every year you know how people like every year be like this year was a really bad year like you know what yeah I, mean? I feel like that it can seem true when you think about like when you look at something from the end i feel like it's easier to be like oh this is bad like let me i can't wait to move on or if but, you have the chance to restart yeah, yeah exactly you have a chance for like a fresh start but i think a lot of people when they are setting um resolutions for the next year they're kind of down in their own the work that or the achievements they made or like the way they've evolved in the past year, because it's basically saying like, I'm not doing anything like how I did it last year. Like I'm gonna start all over. Yeah. But not everything you did was wrong, cause like every year you grow. And so, like I wouldn't say yeah, 2019 is scrappy. I'm starting over, like <laughs> because I acknowledge that there was work that I did in 2019 that I want to continue. And so I feel like you have to be honest with yourself, not just where you did bad or like where you want to go, but like what you've been actually doing and like how you can continue it instead of just like starting over, like. Because, like you said, it can be it can seem strict if you look at it like, what's an example? Like, I'm going to be more patient. If you look at yourself <laughs> as very impatient, if you look at yourself as you haven't expressed, like, a goal in that at all, it can just seem like you're starting from nothing. When yeah. really, you just have to keep evolving, like, you know? Mm -hmm. Or when people say, like, oh, like, I'm going to lose weight. Like, I'm going <laughs> to go to the gym. And it's like, you know. That's already a slow process. In it. so yeah, you have, you have to work up to being that expert at whatever you're trying to be. Yeah, I agree with both of you. I think that it's just like people are very hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. And the fact that like 
New Year's resolutions are such a big thing. Everybody has to feel like they have one. Yeah. And, and everybody. Or you know has how people to... like wait till the end of the year to do something? But yeah. I was going to say something opposite. I feel like when you set a resolution, people think that like if they're setting a resolution on December, what's the last day of December? The 31st. 31st. <laughs> if people think, I feel people think if they're setting a resolution like the day before the year ends, that January 1st, they're going to have to be the new person that they mm. want to be. But like if you're setting a resolution for the year, it should be a continuous thing throughout the year. Like, I wouldn't expect to completely change in January. Like, I would expect to keep growing up, up until the end of 2020, mm-hmm. like, you know? Yeah, that's when, like, you start seeing those posters. Like, oh, January wasn't it. Like, starting over in February. Like, yeah. you know? It's just I've funny. I've never seen those before. It's that's like, I've seen it. If you guys yeah. haven't watched our, what episode was that? Our last one? Marathon, not a race, that one? It's a marathon, not a race. Like, you I think can't. that was... T- episode 10? 11. 11? 11? Yeah, mm-hmm. if you haven't... Listen to episode 11. You should have listened to it. But basically what we said there was that you can't, like, your life is going to continue moving whether you want to or not. Like, you have to kind of embrace that and evolve. You can't just keep stopping and be like, I quit. Let me start over. Like, it doesn't work yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> it just so doesn't work like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, like, learning for myself. I never thought I, I could just scrap and start over again, but... Mm-hmm accepting that like okay it didn't happen but there's still room for it whatever you want to happen Mm -hmm. so don't feel discouraged don't be like oh like i gotta just move on to something new still try to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish because if you just keep passing by all the goals that you're making if you just keep being like oh i didn't do it on to the next thing Mm -hmm. you're really not living a fulfilling life for yourself Mm -hmm. and you are just like you're just you're just being very passive and you're gonna be unhappy like when you go back and you look at like your past you're just Mm -hmm. gonna be unhappy so that's something that like as a young adult that I really want to implement into my thinking as to just to stick with me for life is that like always just keep trying to do the things that you are working on. Just keep trying. Like, yeah. so yeah. And don't be, yeah, like, just like what you're saying, don't be so quick to change it. Cause it's weird. Like, I swear every year people have new, like, different goals. Like, yeah. completely different from the last year. And it's like, <laughs> why, why, why wouldn't it be to just continue, what you were, like, you know, continue something that you were doing good in? But yeah, just that. That's true. Okay, that actually wraps up the end of this episode. Um, episode 14, moving on and moving forward actually wraps up the end of season one of She Thinks She Knows podcast. Um, We've had a great season. I feel like we've grown a lot. We've um, experienced a lot of new followers, a lot of feedback, and we look for more. And from us, you should look for more content, obviously. Um, Starting off in 2020, we're going to have season two, more guests, uh, more variety of topics, and just like more um, content for you guys visually on social media and just in the podcast in general we appreciate um all of our listeners and the effort you guys have put into listening to our podcast and we look forward to seeing you next year um with that being said make sure to follow us on instagram at she thinks pod um like us on facebook or follow us on facebook um she thinks she knows podcast and make sure to listen to all our episodes from 1 to 14 thank you and see you later Bye. bye Oh, 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 oh,